0: There's a food debate that's been going on for centuries, and Gordon Ramsay might have just settled it for good. It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. So pizza is something that we take very seriously here in Windsor, here more than anywhere else. And while you might roll your eyes at the pineapple on pizza debate, if there's one person whose opinion we should be listening to on this matter, it is Gordon Ramsay. He weighed in on one of his own chefs, Making a pizza the other day. Here's the play-by-play. Nice dough. Make it nice and thin, Chris. Okay, good. I'll Yeah, good. But Pi- no, not pineapple. a pineapple. Hold on. Wait a minute. I recognize that oven. No, <laughs> it's my restaurant. No. So Gordon Ramsay <laughs> is saying pineapple on pizza shouldn't exist. It's a no. It's a no from him. That
1: last, like, was the most desperately sad thing I've ever heard come out of Gordon Ramsay?
0: A, sad, and B, he's British. And I find British people always sound a little bit sad. Yeah, so so? It, it got even worse. Okay, so, so his disappointment is palpable.
1: He's saying no to pineapple on pizza. Mm-hmm. You know what I think Gordon Ramsay should try? Is Detroit's Pink panties pizza, that is making weed infused pies that they say will knock you on your ass.
0: Okay. It's so a, why is it called Pink Panties Pizza? I hate the word panties yeah, by the way.
1: I don't know why why they called it that, but their logo is literally like a sexy piece of pizza chilling in pink panties and fishnet stockings. Oh. Uh, uh, and they, I guess they went viral on TikTok for delivering pizzas with up to twelve hundred milligrams of THC. That's a st- Stupid amount. Okay. But probably the only amount that would be able to chill Gordon Ramsay out. <laughs> you know, for a man who gets that upset over lamb sauce.
2: Where's the lamb sauce? Come on, man. I just need a... Where's the lamb sauce? The lamb sauce? that's
0: probably why he's gotten nicer in the last couple of years he's been eating those pink panty pizzas
1: only in detroit
0: i hate the number of times we've said panties in the last two minutes
1: and i love it whoa whoa whoa. what's going on hannah
0: and johnny on windsor's new number one hit music
2: station
1: 93.9 virgin radio. We spent so much time fearing the robot uprising, we forgot to fear the plant uprising. (laughs) Because they're joining forces now. It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. This is
0: like your worst nightmare. It
1: is, but also I kind of love it. Uh, There is a video going viral right now of a living plant controlling a machete through a robot arm. It's amazing.
0: And so you said this is a viral video, but this is basically like a viral science experiment,
1: right? Pretty much. The way it works is like it's a living, I think it's a philodendron, this plant. Of course. Uh, And it's connected to this robot arm through these pads that will sense the electric signals that go through the leaves. They're kind of stuck to the leaves. And pretty much every plant has these kind of bioelectrical signals that run through them. It's kind of how plants communicate, right? Mm -hmm. So that's what it picks up, and then it it interprets those electrical signals signals as movements of the machete so it's just this plant this is what it it sounds like right now but it's just a plant wildly waving a machete around with a robot arm which is
0: so who out here was looking at this plant thinking let's give this a a robot arm and be a dangerous weapon. Like, why <laughs> didn't they give it a bubble stick?
1: I mean, that would have been safer. But it's the uh, environmental activists—they're fed up. Like, we—you know what? If no one's going to defend the plants anymore, I think it's time to arm them.
0: The plants are going to fight back.
1: Yeah. And if you wanted a more of an audio representation of what it's like, because, like I said, every plant, much like the electrical signals in our brain, they have these these signals. This is what it sounds like if you plug a synthesizer into a mushroom.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So same thing the electrical signals are triggering notes wow. on the keyboard and then they put some effects on it to make it sound cool but different mushrooms actually trigger different sounds too so this is a different one and in this case, the guy's got these, like, cords plugged right into a mushroom out in the woods. It's
0: kind of a bomb. It
1: is, this right?
0: sounds like the next David Guetta. It seriously
1: does. <laughs> we don't even need them anymore. <laughs> Screw, like, the AI art and robot music that's being produced. Just literally plug into a mushroom and jam out. It's a beautiful thing. So
0: plants are coming for our job. Pretty soon they're going to make them radio hosts. Oh, yeah. Like the little uh, doodads on their heads Yeah. like plants have. They're right.
1: actually busting in the door right now with a machete. Get
0: down, Anna! Now here we go, go.
1: Hannah and
0: Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. Good morning. Good morning.
1: 93.9 Virgin Radio.
2: What you gonna do now? Is this weird? It might be weird, but there's no judgment here. So go ahead and see what song you
1: like. It's Asking for a Friend on 93.9 Virgin Radio. What do you do if your partner's parents hate you? That's the question today here. The full story. This guy says, my girlfriend and I have been together for two years. And her dad has hated me since the first time I met him. I should mention that their family is very religious, and I'm not at all. But he basically sees me as a worthless liar who's only interested in his daughter for sex and is corrupting her. And they, they say, I know this because my girlfriend has to sit and listen to him rant every single night at dinner about how she needs to leave me because I'm only trying to hurt her, which usually ends up with her leaving the table crying.
0: That sounds like emotional abuse.
1: Right? Yeah, it's like, oh, he's just going to hurt you, he says as he makes her cry. Every single day for like
0: two years. Uh,
1: They said, my girlfriend knows that I love her and the things her dad says aren't true, but it still makes our relationship really difficult. And I worry that she may eventually break up with me since her dad is always trying to keep us apart. He even implied that he wouldn't continue paying for her school if we stay together. That's Um,
2: terrible. Yeah,
1: so they're asking, have you ever been in a relationship where their parents hated you? How did you make it work? It feels like there's nothing I can do. That's
0: really really tough. It feels like even if the girlfriend were to break up with the boyfriend and date someone else, the dad still probably wouldn't like that person, unless
1: he's a good religious boy. Well, like, maybe that, that sounds like I mean, it this sounds like the assuming. dad
0: is the problem, yeah. not the boyfriend.
1: But the thing about their dad is, you know, it's not. It's harder to ditch your family. I feel like than a boyfriend you've had. Two years is a long time, but mm-hmm. the two year relationship versus your your flesh and blood, which is hard. You know, it doesn't mean that they're right. But it is a very intense relationship. And if if he's financially supporting her, too, there's almost like this expectation where it's like, you have to do what I want or you're out on your ass.
0: As a parent, you should never be doing that. Like...
1: What, a financial ultimatum?
0: Yeah, <laughs> a financial me. ultimatum, uh, ranting every single day at dinner until Whoa. your kid leaves the table crying. Yeah. I don't think that's a hot take to say that parents no. shouldn't do that no. at all.
1: You could text us at 1093.9 about this. Uh, Crystal on our Facebook page says, I would really love to hear the other side of this story. So who, like the dad in this situation? Is like, that who you want to... What
0: did the boyfriend do that he's not telling us? Yeah, that maybe. Is the reason the dad hates him so much?
1: There could That could be an aspect of it. That's the thing with these. You're always only really getting one side. They try to fill it in for you, but... If you have any advice, maybe you've been through something like this, you can call us at five one nine seven nine two sixty forty, or shoot us a text ten ninety three nine. I again, a very limited dating experience on my hand, but parents usually love me. Mm-hmm. I seem like a pretty, like uh, you know, easygoing guy to most people, and then. And you've
0: got a job. Well. That's good.
1: At the time, in my one of my first relationships, the reason it didn't last was because I didn't have a job or a phone or a car. Yeah. So That, that was, would
0: probably be deal breaker <laughs> for me, too. Not going to lie, Johnny. Hey, I was like 17, <laughs> all right? Hannah and Johnny.
1: On Windsor's new number one hit music station.
0: 93.9 <laughs> Virgin Radio. Just popping back into asking for a friend. Oh, boy. The submission said that my girlfriend's dad hates me. What should I do? Yeah. Basically. And they have a really religious family and the dad is saying he's trying to like corrupt her and ruin her life mm-hmm. every day. He's mad about it. So Jackie texted into to three nine. She says, leave now. It never gets better speaking from experience. Oh. So he's worried that the girlfriend might leave him because the dad doesn't like him. Yeah. But maybe... You know, she should be worried that he might leave her because the dad's being so difficult to deal with.
1: That's fair. And that might be part of the dad's plan here, too. You know, it's yeah. just like I'll make it unbearable for this guy. So he dips out. It
0: goes both uh. ways. My friend's husband's family is super religious and very difficult to deal with. But the difference is, like, he stands up for her when they're being over the top or right. mean or petty. He says, you can't talk to my wife that way. OK, but it's like this girlfriend isn't standing up for her boyfriend.
1: No, but it's, it's so hard at that age. Like she's clearly in post-secondary, like yeah. on the younger side. Her dad has like a stranglehold on the fine finances and is basically saying i'll cut you off if you don't break up with this guy it's so hard that's
0: why we need advice
1: yeah so we we actually do have amanda on the phone 519-792-6040 your dad's the intimidate the boyfriend type is that right
2: um, okay, so one time, my, my dad works on vehicles, like older vehicles, motorcycles, anything you can think of. My dad has always done it. Mm-hmm. And he taught me how to do it. Right. And to intimidate this man, that, I, or well, the boy that I was getting ready to go on a date with, he took him into the garage and showed him the motorcycle that I rebuilt. <laughs> to give him <laughs> that intimidation, like, she does not need you. Okay, <laughs> see, that's better. That's not
1: even like, you better watch out for me. It's like, you better watch out for her. because that's
2: not mean-spirited. Dude, no. That's totally great.
1: How did the guy react in that situation?
2: He thought it was really cool that I could do that, but uh, he was kind of like hurt because he was also a mechanic and had never done something like that himself. All right. But now looking back on it, I'm like, yeah, that kind of showed that I was more independent woman Yes, uh, that didn't need a man.
1: I like that, actually. He
2: probably felt so emasculated,
0: (laughs) but it's like if you can't handle my daughter, get out.
1: He's like, all right, you drop and give me 20 and then change the oil on this car (laughs) and then run through a gauntlet that I got set up in the backyard and Maybe I'll let you take my daughter out. Maybe. You got any advice for this person? Again, you can hit us up by texting 1093.9. He says,
0: let me watch you cook a steak and I'll decide whether or not you can date my daughter.
1: Honestly, that sounds like a great night to me. I would be excited for the opportunity.
2: (laughs) Hannah and Johnny.
1: On 93.9 Virgin Radio.
2: What? Watch. Hey, I'm watching
0: you. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Windsor Film Festival is coming in hot. Another year of whiff, and they're announcing some of the amazing work from artists near and far that are going to be featured in their first ever 11-day festival. Mm -hmm. The full lineup is coming out tomorrow, but we do have a bit of a sneak peek on some of the local documentaries about Essex County landmarks making their grand debuts. So this year... They are going to show a documentary about Willisted Manor and a documentary about Boblo Island cool. inside the programming for the Windsor Film Festival. Oh my
1: god, definitely going to see that.
0: Yes, the history of Willisted Manor I've always been curious about. Because mm-hmm. they say it was like built for Hiram Walker or his family or whatever, but they say he never lived in it. Right. Yeah. What happened? Are there any ghosts? Probably.
1: For me it's it's the Boblo. Mm-hmm. I, I grew up hearing about Boblo Island, but never actually got a chance to go obviously and now it's like all gone so any sort of landmarks and, and the history that we could see really excited for
0: you gotta go see this documentary it's called "Boblo boats a detroit fairy tale mm-hmm. and it's from aaron schillinger and the documentary is actually narrated by motown legend martha reeves
1: oh cool Super
0: exciting stuff, and in terms of the Willisted one, it's called Walkerville's Willisted Manor, the home that shaped a community, directed by Nicholas Shields, and Shields spoke with architects, craft people, historians, and the Walker family descendants even, to uh, figure out the significance of Willisted Manor. Nice. It's super exciting, so again... The 2022 festival is starting on Thursday, October 27th. It's 11 days long, and tickets and the announcement of the full lineup are all happening tomorrow. Okay. Super exciting stuff.
1: What I love, too, is I think it will help. Windsor get out on more of like an international stage of all of the cool things that are around here. Because this is the thing, for people filming movies, like you can go film in Toronto or whatever, it's going to cost you a lot of money. Right. If you come out to Windsor to film, there is so much cool history around here. yeah So many cool places that you could film.
0: And speaking of Windsor history, Windsor Detroit history, yeah. the keyword for 5K a day is R-E-S-P-E-C-T.
1: <laughs> just going to mention that <laughs> again. Any Aretha fans
0: out there, <laughs> hit us up, 939virginradio.ca. Yeah.
1: Can I also Also quickly give a shout out to Gavin Michael Booth, also a director from our area, who recently won some awards at the Chatham-Kent International Film Festival, by the way, but is also working on a docu-series about Windsor Scarehouse, showing all the -the behind-the-scenes stuff that happens. Again, amazing, amazing experience.
0: It's quite the production over there. We need to go through the uh, Haunted House on Friday the 14th, Yes. and I'm so nervous. I'm already, like, waking up with nightmares. Could have
1: been worse. It could have been Friday the 13th, and you would have just been like, I'm out. I'm no. out. Either way, this is going to be <laughs> Hannah the second we walk in. I want to go. It's too late, Hannah. I want to go. No, no, no.
2: You're not going me Already. Ever again. <laughs> the weather
0: report is coming up at 8:20. We are getting into the celebrity breakup that we knew was going to happen.
1: Yeah, Hannah's too stoked on this. It's the end of an era for these people, all right?
0: And a vindicating moment mm-hmm.
1: for me. 939 <laughs> Virgin Radio. And Johnny. On 93.9 Virgin Radio.
0: Do you know who is a surprising breakup to some people, but not so surprising to me? My fun sound effect. When it
2: comes to stars, it's rare to wake up without news of a celebrity breakup.
0: Giselle Bunchen.
1: (coughs) You should have seen Hannah mouthing along to that. She's so excited right now. It's
0: like my favorite sound effect because whenever there's a fun breakup, I know we can just toss it out. It's not a fun breakup, but Tom Brady and Giselle, we knew they were going to divorce. Mm -hmm. They just hired divorce lawyers, so it's official. There were rumors swirling, and we've talked about them on the show before, that they were going through a bit of a rough patch. And as soon as they said Tom Brady was interested in working things out, but Giselle was on a solo trip to Costa Rica. I was like, oh no, this is it for her. Yeah. Like, you know, she her husband went back to football instead of her, she took a trip alone to Costa Rica. She is eat pray, loving her way through the tropics. And it's yeah, she has called it off, apparently. Hmm. Allegedly. Okay. So whether it was due to him unretiring from football or not, we might never know. But hashtag sportsball news, the Bucks. That's the Buccaneers. Yeah. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh-huh. if you're wondering. I did have to look that up. They aren't doing very well this year. No. So how bad would that be if he unretired after three months, Giselle got mad at him, and then the Bucks like, didn't do well?
1: Oh. Across the board, just not fun for Mr. Brady. Just a
0: lot of L's in his yeah. column. But your next weather report is coming up at 920. Yeah.
1: Hannah looks like she just scored a touchdown over there. She's doing one of those uh, really rude victory dances. She just spiked her little stuffed bee in there.
0: Yeah, my fiancé taught me how to do the gritty. Yeah? So uh, okay. that's what I'm doing now that uh, I was correct about Tom Brady and Giselle.
1: Don't worry, I'm about to sack this. <laughs> Down. <laughs> got her virgin mornings with hannah and johnny
0: on 93.9 virgin radio
1: here's what's app inning on 93.9 virgin radio this is much like hannah's celebrity breakup news it's such an on again off again affair when it comes to elon musk buying twitter we thought this was over, right?
0: Is he or is, isn't he? I thought that he backed out of this whole thing.
1: That's what it sounded like. Mm-hmm. But recently, it's coming out again that he is agreeing to pay the price that he offered months ago before tw- uh, trying to quit the deal. Well, didn't so,
0: Twitter try and sue him and say, "Hey, you signed this agreement"?
1: Well, exactly, because he had offered to, I think, pay fifty-four twenty per share because he likes the number four twenty. He thought it was funny. He thought it was a joke. Uh, and,
0: Everything is a joke to this guy. <laughs> right? Honestly. And
1: then after this all happened, the share prices of Twitter started falling like crazy because the whole thing was destabilized. And he was like, oh, I never said that. Yeah, and then he was trying to back out because mm-hmm. like his uh, Tesla stock was also being affected. This whole thing seemed like it was backfiring big time. There was questions about was he just doing this to literally try to drop the share price of Twitter, mm-hmm. but now it sounds like he is going to make good on that and pay that original price tag that he had put on it. So I
0: wonder if they just had him, you know, in handcuffs in court.
1: Yeah, $44 billion deal is, is what it sounds like it would work out to here. And what is it going to mean for Twitter? If it means edit button, maybe a lot of people will be cool with this. They
0: were already kind of working on the edit button. Yeah.
1: But the other part of it is, you know, Elon Musk is well known for like, oh, he wants it to be kind of like a free for all with saying whatever you want. He was, I mean, just days ago was in the news for putting a poll on Twitter, basically asking who do you support, Ukraine or Russia and saying some things that a lot of people were upset about. He said
0: the Cybertruck is going to be waterproof enough to serve briefly as a boat so that it can cross rivers, lakes, and even seas that aren't too choppy.
1: Are you sure about
0: that? He said that. He said the Cybertruck is going to be waterproof enough to serve briefly as a boat. Uh And apparently it was the first time the engineers were hearing about it. Well, let me tell you. Seas that aren't too choppy. Like, at what point are you like, this sea is too choppy for my Cybertruck?
1: And how briefly, (laughs) because Newsflash... Any car can serve as a plane briefly if you drive it off a cliff. (laughs) It's just going to come down pretty hard after that brief amount of time.
0: Yeah, science, right? Hannah and Johnny.
1: On 93.9 Virgin Radio. this
0: weird? It might be weird, but there's no judgment
2: here. So go ahead and say what song you
1: It's Asking for a Friend on 93.9 Virgin Radio. People still going off on this one. My girlfriend's dad hates me. What should I do? So this person is with a girl who their dad is very religious. Mm -hmm. This person's not religious, and I don't think the dad likes that very much. It's saying, oh, he's corrupting her. He
0: says the boyfriend is just there for the booty.
1: (laughs) Well, it wasn't his exact words, but basically, yeah. Yeah. And uh, this person's desperate for advice. They say they feel like there's nothing they can do. They're wondering if you've ever been through it.
0: Yes, and Jen texted into 1093.9 about this. She says, I've been in that position. If a parent isn't supportive, it's never, in all caps, going to work. Hmm. He should realize that's an issue and let her be. For her sake, they're young. They will find other people.
1: Okay. Donna said, I just ignore the ones who dislike me. Not worth my time. Focus on being a couple. That's all that matters. Sooner or later, they'll come around
0: or not. You
1: know, you or just or have not. to kind of be okay with that.
0: Donna's advice is you do you, boo. Yeah. And I agree, Donna. And
1: it's kind of along the same lines of what we heard from a listener in Onstead, Michigan hey is this jacob yeah this is him
0: hey jacob thanks for weighing in on asking for a friend today it's a pretty uh, specific situation but it sounds like you've kind of been through the same thing
2: uh almost exactly step by step to be honest with you um my wife um we've been together now seven years mm-hmm. um her mother since the beginning of the relationship kind of thought i just wanted sex yeah mm-hmm. and we were young and dumb in high school don't get me wrong but <laughs> I knew better. I've been raised up in a good family. And, well, I, at year one, her mom kind of caught on, caught on to me and stuff like that because we were kind of sneaking around. Well, right. her mom instantly banned me from being around her and everything like that. But
0: now you've and proven yourself because you've been married for seven years, you know?
1: That's
2: that's, that's my point.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you would have like one piece of advice because you've stayed through this like seven years you're in it for the long haul you said it's still things aren't perfect between you and your your partner's mom but like what what kept you going what would you say to this person who's going through a similar situation
2: if she's worth it don't stop yeah nice wow
1: that gave me chills a little bit
2: my grandparents have been together for 75 years and I specifically like try to live my life through my grandfather for that reason wow just don't give up, honestly. That's every day is a, every day is a struggle. As long as you wake up in the morning next to her and you give her a kiss in the morning and do work as an accomplishment for the day. That's amazing. That is so great. Thank, Thank you for so sharing much. your story, eh? Hey, I appreciate it. Thank you guys. I just wanted to get it out there and let him know that just don't give up. It'll 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 pan out in the end. It's Hannah and Johnny in the morning. Ninety-three
0: nine Virgin Radio.
1: Come take a seat in the science corner on ninety-three nine Virgin Radio. To do it. It's like you're in class back in grade six or seven again.
0: It very much is that. I remember one time I did Science Corner and just yelled, Hannah, Hannah Nye, Hannah. the <laughs> science girl.
2: <laughs>
1: Hannah! <laughs> no, I'm not that conceited. Oh, thank but you. It is Hannah and Johnny. Go ahead and plop yourself down with us in Science Corner as we ask the important question Why does coffee make you poop? Why? I bet you thought it was caffeine, right? Well, here's
0: the thing. I always thought that coffee made you poop because it was a warm liquid. Mm. And warm liquids kind of get things, like, loosened up down there. Okay. Is that incorrect?
1: It's a good guess. I, it's not the whole story for sure. And okay. that's the thing. Caffeine isn't it either. Decaf coffee will do the same thing. It gets you moving is it in that it way. Is it it tastes
0: like absolute garbage and no. your body wants to expel it as soon as possible?
1: Coffee's amazing. I have my big-ass thermos of coffee right here. People
0: who drink black coffee, why do you hate yourself?
1: <laughs> it's not. It's just about trying to get through this crazy world. But there is... Coffee is good at at stimulating a certain muscle in your large intestine. And it does this by releasing a hormone called gastrin. But they don't know. Scientists literally don't know exactly what it is. Because, again, people think it's the caffeine. People think it's all this. Scientists don't know exactly what it is that stimulates this.
0: Wow. It's the biggest mystery since angels and demons. (laughs) Somebody get Tom Hanks. (laughs) He needs to figure this one out. Yeah.
1: See, and this is important knowledge to know, too, how long you have from that drink of coffee to when it's go time? It, it varies from person to person, but right? there is an average here. They're saying as soon as four minutes after really? your first cup.
0: See, this is also fascinating to me because being a tea drinker, uh-huh. can't relate.
1: No, it doesn't do it, right?
0: Johnny will show okay, up with his already... two coffees in the morning <laughs> and he immediately is in the bathroom. You
1: already mentioned this this week. You we don't have to get into he that. He won't
0: poop at home. He only poops on company time.
1: It's just how it works. And plus, <laughs> that's how you've got to do it in today's capitalist society. But this is the, the crazy thing is people who are affected in this way actually more of a rarity studies say that only 29 of people are affected by this coffee poop relationship
0: no there's no way well, this everybody is, jokes about it right
1: this is what i'm thinking is that like with most embarrassing surveys a lot of people have to be lying there's just no way and this is probably my favorite fact about it ladies you are more affected actually twice as much as men when it comes to this relationship too so now you know. <laughs>
0: you got to text in and confirm. Because, see, I'm not not helping here.
1: <laughs> no. Yeah, you got to. You want to try some? I still have some left in my thermos. Should we. Uh, you chug what's left here, and then I'm no. going to set the timer for four minutes and go. All right. Is, so we're going to see. Roughly
0: four minutes. Yeah, no. I'm just
1: kidding. That plus a little extra time. We'll see how long it takes Hannah to get going.
0: Hannah and Johnny.
1: On 939 Virgin Radio.
0: The internet knew they had their suspicions, but now it's officially confirmed. Velma from Scooby Doo is a. A lesbian. This is a Winx, man. Good for her. So clips from the brand new movie Trick or Treat Scooby-Doo just came out and they show Velma getting googly-eyed and speechless when encountering a female costume designer Coco Diablo. Mm. So here's a clip from the Coco Diablo is a name that I oh, want.
1: Amazing. Here's a
0: clip from the first time they met.
2: And as promised, here are your Scooby
1: snacks. <laughs> It's love at first sight. Jinkies. (laughs) Jinkies.
0: I love this so much. Yeah, that's great. So James Gunn, who wrote the live action films, he said he always wanted Velma to be a lesbian, but they were never able to make it official on screen in 2001 because the studio just kept watering it down and watering it down. But 2022 is the year we're ready for gay Velma.
1: I'm here for and it. We are. People have been after that for a while. We went as the gang from Scooby Doo for Halloween last year.
0: That's right. Maybe. I was Daphne and Sammy was Velma. Yeah, you I don't can't know what Sammy and I were doing in the bathroom. Yeah,
1: seriously, this is changing a lot of things for me, but uh, I'm kind of into it. Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. 12 people have been arrested after a Home Depot heist in Windsor to the tune of 700 grand. So
0: $700,000 worth of stuff from only two different Home Depots in Windsor. The two
1: Home Depots So they're robbing these
0: Home Depots blind. Yeah. This is like some Ocean's Eleven stuff. Yeah. Like how many walkie-talkies do you think were involved <laughs> in this operation?
1: You never can tell. But I'm these, sorry,
0: it's not funny. Well. It's a crime. It's crazy.
1: Over the last six months, yeah, they said over 700000 thousand dollars in theft. Some of them were individuals, others were collaborating. Uh, they did find $3,500 of stolen merchandise recovered. Three vehicles, including a Land Rover, at $140,000 were seized. Again, I don't know where that factors in. Like, in
0: what way are They're they not... seizing a Land Rover in a Home Depot heist? Uh,
1: maybe one of the people who worked at Home Depot was driving a Land Rover? Not sure. But like, there's still three suspects facing outstanding arrest warrants. So if you see someone trying to put, like, a miter saw into their jacket at well, Home Depot...
0: Again, <laughs> I'm going to say, all I can say is, like, Home Depot is difficult to steal from. Yeah. I feel like everything's really bad. Big. you can't just put something in your pants and walk out mm-hmm. it's gonna be really obvious
1: or it's gonna make you look really impressive <laughs> to the ladies
2: <laughs> it's a podcast and it's on the radio magic, magic, magic. Oh.
0: check oh. out oh. hannah and johnny oh. weekday mornings oh. 6 oh. to 10 on 93.9 virgin radio